The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. Hi, I'm Sally Harrison with the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. Today, I'm so excited to have our friend and, well, world's best photographer, chamber member, oh, partner in crime for a lot of different things, Yvonne Martinez with Yvonne Martinez Photography is in the studio. Yvonne, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Glad to be here. Very yeah. excited. Well, I mean, you've been our neighbor, but you've been a chamber member for a long time. It's about time that you're here doing a podcast with us. Okay, Yvonne, talk about the humble beginnings of Yvonne Martinez. Talk about how you got from Venezuela to Iowa and you're involved in newspapers. What's all that about? Uh, well, if we had a week, I could really entertain you, but I know we don't. <laughs> so let me try to make this long, long story short. Um, I, I was born in Caracas, Venezuela, and uh, I was the oldest of three. And I, um, I don't know if you know this, but I went to a military high school, a military boarding high school. And, um, and uh, I remember very vividly struggling when I finished high school uh, because I didn't know what I wanted to do for a career. I, I, I had all these consoles, I did, took all these tests, and I still didn't have a, much of an idea. Many of my friends were going to go f- to be engineers, engineer that, engineer that. Um, my dad was very helpful. He goes, Ivan, art, if you are into art and stuff, you do that when you retire. You, you got to find something that is going to make you money. If, if, you know, you got to go into business or you got to be a lawyer or you got to be an engineer. I'm like, man, none of that sounds interesting, but what the heck? You know, I'm just a young <laughs> kid. What, you know? um, so I, I remember uh, going to school. I decided that I was going, actually, at one point I wanted to be an architect. And my dad, no, no, your cousin is an architect and he's he's an employee. He can't find a job. We're not going to tell your cousin to listen to this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I end up picking uh, industrial engineering. And part of it is because I found that there was, uh, uh, you had to do some technical drawing and there was a little bit of creativity involved. I have no idea what an industrial engineer does today, but... Um, all I know is that I spent a semester and a half in the in the, in the university, and I pretty much just completely flaunted. I I, I tried my best, but the descriptive geometry, physics, and chem- chemistry, and and, and uh, no, that that wasn't for me. So uh, after a year, after a semester and a half, I I was like struggling, trying to figure out. Uh, I ran across an organization that was giving away scholarship for people to come to the United States and study. I went to their catalog and one of the things that they were offering was they were giving away a three-year scholarship, one year to learn English, two years to learn accounting and marketing, which to this day, <laughs> I'm like, how can you combine the two? It doesn't make any sense. But I figured out, okay, I, I'll take the marketing part. I think advertising and marketing, I can manage that. So I... I fill out the paperwork, apply, I got accepted. Uh, went to meet with the advisor and, and the, in the interview, they say, okay, Ivan, you got it in scholarship, you got three years to go in the United States. Where in the United States do you wanna go? And I'm like, uh, I looked in this, I noticed that they had a map right behind the desk and I pointed to the middle 
of the map and I say, what about this place, Iowa? And she looked at me, she goes, no, 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 it's Iowa. And <laughs> people ask me, why, why did you pick the middle of the United States? And, and the honest truth is that I had friends that have come to the United States to learn English and go to school and they went to Florida, they went to Texas, they went to California, but they found, because there is so many people that speak Spanish, they just kind of stay with us and then after a year or two, they were still struggling. They couldn't speak the language. I had already struggled at the university. I had already, in my mind, wasted a semester and a half. I was not gonna waste this opportunity. So I, I honestly, I didn't care where in Iowa or in the United States. I just knew that if I went someplace away from the South, that I was gonna force myself to learn it. And um, it worked. Uh, in six months, I was able to kind of learn a little bit and, and get myself in, able to get to school. Uh, and it, it made a difference. Um, when I was finishing my second, uh, halfway through my two-year degree, um, I, I felt like two years is not gonna be enough. I, I need to get a bachelor's degree. So I went back to the organization and said, can you do an another, another two years? Can you do, uh, do an extension? They say, you know, we don't have enough money for a, for a loan, for a scholarship, but we can give you a loan. Uh, so I say, I'll take a loan. So they, uh, they gave me a loan for two more years and I was able to transfer from Kirkwood Community College in Cedar Rapids to the University of Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls, Iowa, where I got a degree in marketing and advertising. So did that, part of the agreement was once I got a degree, I had to go back to Venezuela and, and work there for at least two years as a payback for the investment that they put on me. So I went and then I worked for uh, the American Express Company as the supervisor of the marketing department. 24 year old kid running <laughs> commercials and stuff. So it was fun and was interesting. That's awesome. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. Photography. So talk about how you went from newspaper work to photography. Um, Photography was always in my bag, and it was, it was, I had a camera with me everywhere I went on vacation. I was always taking pictures. I don't know, I can't explain it why, but it was something that really stuck with me. When I took classes at the community college in Cedar Rapids, mm -hmm. every single elective that I could get my hands on was a photography class. I took photography black and white one, photography black and two, <laughs> advanced <laughs> photography, color photography. Um, until my business teacher say you can you get a you gotta you gotta work in business you, this is what you're in school for so it it took a pause and eventually you know it it started again back in 2008 when I decided at that point you know I'm, I'm now that I'm on my own I'm gonna try to make a business out of it try to figure it out and um, so I, I started and and this is the a, kind of an interesting connection to the Yakama Shem, uh, the the, the, the Mesa Chamber of Commerce and that is one of, when I started the business one of the things that I thought is you know just like anybody that is starting the business you ask yourself you know what are the things what are the things that I'm good at what are the skills that I have that I can make myself different than anybody else sure. and I thought you know I, I spent 22 years creating products doing marketing sales mm -hmm. and um, so I, I understand that business I understand that part so maybe creating a photography business to serve a small and medium-sized business might be the way to go. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to do that, where can I connect? Where can I build a network of business? Wow, the Chamber of Commerce might be the one to try. So that 
purposely was done because I wanted to to build a network of people. It took years. Uh, I, I run into people at the chamber many times, and they say, you know, I've been a member for a couple of years, and I have I haven't been introduced to this, and I don't know anybody. I say, well, you know, it is not what you you get what you put into this. Right. So you got to get engaged. You got to be part. And and to me. Um, yeah, it's been a wonderful relationship. I mean, it's been a, a, a amazing, uh, you know, I have gotten a lot out of the chamber. The chamber had gotten a lot from it's been me. It's a great partnership. So we both have benefited, but it was done uh, purposely and, and many times without really expecting anything back other than just the experience mm -hmm. and the exposure that I yeah. thought I could get. And so here we are. Well, talk about your mission at the outset. I mean, it was, was that your vision? You know, you're, you're it, it was, but but here's the thing. I mean, I got a and, and I had and I challenged myself because when I started, uh, I went to school for marketing and advertising. I didn't go to school to get a degree in photography, so I felt sometimes inhibited in the fact, like, oh my gosh, look at these photographers. They went to school to be photographers. They have the knowledge. They have the this and that. Um, so I I really, you know, when I started, I didn't want to kind of completely jump into that area because I felt that I didn't have the expertise yet, but I had in my head, this is where eventually mm -hmm. I will go. So when I started, I was doing, anybody that will raise their hand and say, I'll pay you to do this, <laughs> I will say yes. And, uh, and I did crazy things. But, but, but you, you built learn. relationships with people. I, I did, yes. I mean, really, that's the bottom line, right? And that's yeah. how that's how you progress. Well, talk about the services and products that you offer because you're not just walking in with a camera and taking a few pictures. You no. tell a story with your pictures. That, that's the attempt. That's you know when people ask me, yes, I'm a photographer. What? But in reality, mm. it is what I do for a living. You're and, a storyteller. I I, I I want to help businesses tell their stories. Mm -hmm. And so and I, I you know for example, the, yesterday I was at a at a construction site. And you know, construction is no glamorous. Is is uh, my poor car right now has about four <laughs> inches of mud under it. I have to take it to the car wash. But uh, um, the you, I, I am hired to go there and capture what's happening. And this mm -hmm. is a, a neighborhood that is being built on the northwest side of the valley, uh, past the 303, way up there. There is not even roads. These mm -hmm. guys are building the roads, but. I have been working with this company for three years. They appreciate what I do, and they appreciate the fact that they go, oh my God, Ivan, you see things that we have, we, we've been doing this for a living and we've never seen anything sure. like that. But you know, it's, it's, it's a combination of me understanding their business, understanding what they need, and then stepping back and say, okay, here's here are my tools, here's my knowledge, let me help build this, this particular you know, tell the story of what's really happening right mm -hmm. now. And so, you know, you're looking at build, a, build, a, build a, a bridge being built, a road being paved. And, and to me, that's it's fascinating. And I, I know people were like, really, you're enjoying that? My sister was texting me the other day. She goes, you were taking pictures before the sun was out? And like, no, I was getting ready to take pictures. <laughs> I need light to make this work. So, and yeah, and, and by the way, the place that I went to took an hour to get there. So yeah, I was getting up at four o'clock in the morning, being there at five fifteen, getting ready for that light that is gonna come up, and then prepare and anticipate. Okay, where do I stand so that I can make this photograph work? And yeah. it was cool. It was That's really awesome. Nice. Talk about your customers. 
what what types of businesses, uh, families, what what do you what you do know, you focus on? I I have a, 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 and, and and actually this is kind of what I'm challenging myself right now is to try to narrow my my focus because when I started I was doing weddings and families and quinceañeras and seniors and I, I did a, a mix of that but today I, I'm focusing more in the business part mm -hmm. so I I will work with uh, you know I, I work with a chiropractor here in Mesa a, a couple of months ago she's in the process of putting together a brand new website and so help me reach to reach out to me and say I need uh, headshots, but I also need photos of people at work. Mm -hmm. So we sat down, we, 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 we basically kind of take, took a look at what was needed and brought the, the plan in two sessions. So we did a session for the headshots on location, and then we did another session at the office to have people that were being taken care of. And so. so right now, the key business, uh, the key core clients are going to be people that are needing images for their marketing and advertising mm -hmm. um, or they're just having a hard time being able to illustrate what is it that they do mm -hmm. and um, he here's the thing that I tell any any business out there is that it is very easy to go on the internet and find a stock photography and it's very very inexpensive way to get a, a nice beautiful image on your website but that is not you. That is not right. your business. And the, the that's not just the bad part. I mean, the worst part is that your competitor might end up being using buying the same clip from sure. the same. So now all of a sudden you have a website that looks like somebody else and you look like anybody, you have no identity for it. Right. So think of it this way. If you were asked to put a headshot in LinkedIn, would you take Rob's? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, you will take you know, your own photograph right. and say, here's who I am. Right. Do the same with your business. Yeah. Use images that are you. Yes, you can do photos with a, an iPhone. You can do photos mm. very inexpensively. But at the end of the day, it is your identity. It is right. your image yeah. who is going to tell people, here I am. Yeah. Well, talk about what makes you and Yvonne Martinez Photography unique. Um, you know, it. we are all obviously unique. Um, I... I and I'm not, there are many photographers in, 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 in the Valley and there are many talented photographers. The thing that I think makes me, that, that is my strength, is that I take time to get to know the businesses that I work with. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't wanna just go in and start taking photos without really understanding sure. who the business is. Um, and I, I'll ask questions and I, I, I dig in uh, so that I can really be able to step back and say, you know, here's what I think needs to happen. And um, and then we go back and forth. Uh, and the idea of this is that I'm building photos that reflect who you are as a business. Uh, it's very easy for people to say, oh yeah, you, do, you, you bake cakes, let's just do the photo with the cake and this and that. But you might have a different process than somebody else Mm -hmm. that, that anybody that nobody sure. else does let's work on that let's find a way that makes your business um, stand out mm -hmm. and I will help you get that that's awesome well talk about how you promote and advertise your business your own business um, so it's 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 changed throughout the years um, obviously my biggest uh, marketing thing is, is the Chamber of Commerce uh, I, it's unfortunate that this COVID go away <laughs> um, thing has pretty much stopped 
a lot of this networking. Uh, but we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back to it soon. But I, um, I, I'm, I'm at almost all the events, and it, it's helped me out. You know, not only uh, uh, build my craft, but it's also allow people to see what I do. And uh, so that's one um, traditional way of marketing myself. Sure. And then, uh, obviously, this, the second one will be my website. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's been an investment uh, of time <laughs> and, and, and money uh, mm -hmm. because today, as you know, you have to be very aware of SEO. You know, how do you build a website? How do you create copies so that your right. website can be found and, 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 right. and search and so forth? Um, so that, that in essence is kind of the core. There, there is social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, my uh, business page in Google, uh, and that probably is enough to, to keep anybody <laughs> crazy and trying to figure out what, because To keep things updated, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, talk about, you, you, you touched on this a little bit, but talk about why should, why should a business invest in professional photography? It... <sighs> I mean, it is an investment, and I, I know... Not just financially. It, I mean, it is, it, is, it is important, I think, mm -hmm. and obviously I'm very biased on it. But think of it. It is your image that, that is going to represent you. And, and uh, if you have a photographer that really knows what they're doing, uh, and they, you know, they're going to bulk at having to pay very little. Part of it is it, it, any business in, in photography, in my case, I have rent, I have insurance, I have equipment that breaks down that needs to be repaired. Sure. Uh, hard drives that get full that you need to brand new ones. So all of that requires an investment of time. Um, so you as a business needs to appreciate and value that. Now beyond that, uh, having a crafted photograph that really tells the story who you are is priceless. Um, today more than ever, imagery and now video, which is kind of the new thing mm -hmm. that we now I'm experimenting with, is is important. Uh, people don't have time to read. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they, there is now a new four-letter word, too long, uh, couldn't read or something like that, that people now are using as a way to say, hey, no time to read. Here's the synopsis right. of it. Um, so having a photograph or, or, or a short video will take take you away and ahead of anybody else out there. Um, I get people that, yes, it's nice to have a description about what you do, but you got to grab the viewer, the people that is out there searching, looking at a website for about a couple of seconds and saying, no, this is not for me. Yeah. No, this is not for me. No, this is not for me. Um, it, you, you, you can't not afford to say, you know, I, I don't, I'm just going to do a stock photos or no invest in photography because you are putting yourself, uh, all the investment that you have made in, in educating yourself, in uh, membership with associations, building a website, paying your rent and putting your bill, all that investment is going to probably not go much far if sure. you don't have a good visual representation that illustrates who you are. You do a wonderful job at that too. Well, what, what advice would you give to a business that's looking to hire a photographer? What, what questions should they be asking? Um, you know, the, the first thing, obviously, do they have a website? Mm -hmm. And uh, can you see the work that they have? Uh, every photographer is, is very unique. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes, you know, every time you're going to see a style. Mm -hmm. And, and um, a style is like music. I mean, 
there are some musicians that are incredibly uh, wonderful, but they're not your style. You mm -hmm. don't enjoy their music. That doesn't mean they're not good. That sure. just means that it does, it's not a good fit. Mm -hmm. So find that. Is, is this style of photography good for me? Then uh, the, the next thing is you want to step back and really do as much homework before you meet with the photographer as to what kind of images do I want? And what I mean by that is a list. It doesn't have to be specific. Sure. And say, you know, I need a photo for my cover and this is what I'm envisioning. I need a photo for, I have all these services that I offer. You know, I'm a, I'm a heating and cooling organization. I offer these, I offer repairs and I offer that. So I need photos for all these categories, all right? And then um, you want to ask the photographer to say, have you worked with anybody like this? It, it might not be heating and cooling, it might be something similar. Sure. And then ask, you know, when we do this, what, what is this shoot like? What does, you know, how long, how much time do we need to make this happen? And what is the turnaround? Uh, and when will I be able to see this photograph? And when will I get him back? Sure. Uh, so that there are no, I know actually, you know, now that we have an idea of all this, how much is it gonna cost me? Sure. And so once you have that, then it's just a matter of executing and getting things taken care of. Well, as a client, you don't want any surprises. So asking the right questions ahead of time certainly is a benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, talk about what you enjoy most about working for yourself. Being your own boss is kind of a cool deal, right? It is and it is not because, <laughs> you know, my boss just doesn't give me many breaks. Uh, he's pretty demanding, actually. Uh, I work, I have, I'm working much many hours than I ever did when I worked in corporate, mm -hmm. but I am enjoying it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think makes a difference. You know, there is the cliche: when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And and I, you know, I feel very, very fortunate to be on this position. Uh, it it took a long time to get here, and and unbeknownst to me, when I was working for the newspapers, I, I was training to be a good photographer because I was doing sales, I was doing marketing. I I have a lot of friends, and I have met many photographers that. They, they love photography, they enjoy the craft, but they don't want to go out there and sell. They figure out that if they just build a website, people are going to find them and then they're going to be just making all kinds of money. And that, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen with anybody. Yeah. I mean, uh, even if you're gifted and you have incredible talent, you have to really kind of work hard and, and, and make it happen. So. Yeah. Well, so one last question, I guess. What kind of advice would you give somebody that's looking to start out in their own business um, so I uh, the thing that really to me it's um, and, and it is it, this um, find something put money aside and, and ask yourself if regardless if, if I'm gonna regardless of what, how much money I'm gonna make what is something that I really really enjoy doing mm -hmm. and then um, find that Thing that really allows you to say, you know what, I really look forward to Monday. Uh, I, I, I get a, a kick when I, people say, hey, thank God it's Friday. I'm like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I mean, it, it, to me, it's it just, just uh, you know, Monday, Friday, it doesn't matter if I'm mm -hmm. working on Saturday or Sunday. As I, long I as really, you're enjoying what you're doing, right? Right. So yeah. find that and then um, make sure that when you make a decision that you're making it because you really care and you're engaged with it. The worst mistake that we can make is that we start something because we know somebody that is doing it and is making lots of money at it. Mm -hmm. Because 
it's what many times happens is you, and, and this happens a lot in franchises. People get into a franchise because they know the brand and they, they can make a lot of money on it. And I'm not putting down franchises. I'm just saying, make sure that what you get in is because you like it, not because you're gonna be making tons of money on mm -hmm. it. Because we know lots of people that are making lots of money and they're miserable. Yeah, They are not happy at all. So um, find that and then make sure that you work hard to be the best you can on whatever it is that you decide to do. I think that's great advice. And it, uh, hopefully more people can be like you and go after their passion and not a paycheck. There we go. We're going to write that on the wall. Well, I mean, go after your passion, not the paycheck. You, yeah. You want to make money, right? So you can do things, but you need to do stuff that makes you happy and makes your heart happy and yeah. that allows you, because I know this is important to you, to give back. Because you've been doing that since the day I met you, yeah. that that's also been important. And, and, I, and honestly, that's, and, and that's, that's not, I, I, I purposely get involved in the community. I purposely give out a time and if I'm making good money I donate money because I, I think the best we can do is to make sure that we make the community that we're part of better than when we started on it right well, so yeah. and when you give it comes back you know it's so I, I'll, I'll leave you with this because this is it's true uh, so when I when I started part of the reason uh, I I needed to practice I needed to do things and I I figured out well I'm not gonna go to a business and say, hey, can I just do a photo shoot? And I'm not, because I don't want to be giving stuff away. Sure. So what did I do? I went out and I found nonprofits. The first one that I connected with was Big Brothers Big Sister. I myself was a big brother for many mm -hmm. years. Um, I say to them, you know, anything you guys need, I'm here to help. And interestingly enough, I got to meet Larry Fitzgerald at one event. Uh, but here's the thing that was really fascinating. The first wedding I ever made, the first wedding I ever shot that I got paid off came from a relative that was working at Big Brothers Big Sisters. So it comes around. And I wasn't doing it because I was, you know, I, yeah. I was just giving because I, I care for them. You know, United Food Bank, you mm -hmm. brought me along onto them and we mm -hmm. did all kinds of events and yes. stuff, you know. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming in today. I think you and I could probably talk for another I know. <laughs> two or three hours and not cover everything. Uh, we've had a great partnership with you for, oh, what is it, uh, since 2008. 13, 13 yeah, years now. It's a yeah. very long time, and um, it still seems like it was just yesterday that we started yeah. all these adventures. I remember you spending literally an overnight at Relay for Life because yeah. that, that was yeah. years ago, but me saying, Hey, I have an idea. Could you do some shoots? And you say, well, what, what are the hours? And pretty soon you were popping a tent up so you could spend the night out there and yeah. capture the entire event. And that's just, that's who you are and that's your big heart. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a wonderful event. Well, thank you for everything that you do, not just for the chamber, but for the community, for our nonprofits. Um, it's fun and we'll have you back. And uh, yeah, Anytime. anxious to see I'm what you do I'm not too far next. away. No, it's been nice having you as our neighbor too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the invite. I, I do really appreciate it. and and uh, uh, it's, it's it's I I I hate to talk about myself, but it's it's, it's well, you just need to. wonderful. Yeah, you, you need to. No. But no, you've you've uh, enabled our team to do what we do through our storytelling because <laughs> your pictures have provided us 
plenty of content for our website and our social media and you know you name it so it again has been a great partnership and we'll welcome you back in the media room anytime you want this has been a mesa chamber of commerce inside business podcast you can find all podcast episodes at itunes spotify or your own favorite podcast website you can also find them online at mesachamber.org Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.